Get Advisor Fit with Olivia Looper, a series of interviews with financial consultants and industry experts helping financial advisors strategize, market, and grow their business using core fitness values and analogies. Do something today that your future self will thank you for with Get Advisor Fit. Here's your host, Olivia Looper. Hello, and welcome to another Get Advisor Fit Financial Advisor Marketing Podcast episode, where we encourage you to lift heavy, invest often, and market your ass off. I'm your host, Olivia Looper. And now, here's the thing. Most of you watching this podcast are financial advisors. And as financial advisors, you know that longevity and your health play a vital role in estimating how much money you will need to earn and save for your lifetime or for retirement, which means you know a lot about your net worth and your financial well-being. In fact, as Stephen says in a lot of her content, if you ask most advisors what their net worth is for themselves or their clients, they probably have a pretty good idea. So it's safe to know you say you probably know a lot about your wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, but perhaps not enough about your wealth W-E-L-L-T-H. So as a bodybuilder and the host of a Get Advisor Fit Marketing Podcast, when I met Steven, I was overjoyed. Finally, someone who was making financial advisor health a top priority, not the health of their business, not the health of their 401k, but their actual physical health. And if I didn't have my own health and fitness coach, I would totally hire Steven and like a heartbeat. So today we're going to learn exactly what Steven does as the founder and CEO of Grow Wealthy, why she is a wealth management top 10 to watch in 2023, but also how you can use Steven's wealth webinars and resources in your own marketing to improve the added value to your clients as a wealthy financial advisor. Steven, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Olivia. That was quite the introduction. You've done your homework. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Girl, you know, I love your stuff. I'm all over you. When I found you, I was so excited. And I was like, look, somebody else who brought fitness into the space. But like, you know, in a way that's really empowering for advisors and puts it in their own language. And I know that we're going to see that throughout the course of the episode. So I don't want to spoil it. Um, But let me let me Get some information about you. Who are you? Why did you found Grow Wealthy? What's it all about? Okay, well, I have to give a little disclaimer here. I purposely wore my black sleeved shirt because I was not going to compete with those guns. Oh my gosh, look at those shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you make me blush right off the the rip here. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, so I'm in this really interesting intersection between health and wealth. It started when I was 11 years old because my dad started this journey as a financial advisor and continued for 32 years. So I got to grow up on the inside watching all of this stuff and I saw his middle thicken. I saw him get a little soft and his health start to decline throughout this hustle period. But then once he got successful, I got to see all of his colleagues when we go on these um, top producer trips and got to see their lives and their health. And then I got to work in his office at his front desk in the middle, you know, between college summers. And, and I got to see his clients and I started having these aha moments like, whoa, what are we doing here? What is going on? Because this seems like the ultimate bait and switch. Like you're going to prepare for retirement, but then you're not going to actually be healthy enough to live it. 
Like what's going on here? Um, even for the people who do all the right things. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to become an exercise physiologist. I'm going to fix this from the other side. So I did 20 years. I did all kinds of things, NIH, research, cardiac rehab. I went to Australia and launched a kettlebell program. Like I've done a lot of cool things, but then I got sick and I almost died. And that is when I realized that your health is way more than just if you exercise and what your fitness is. And that was, I'm so grateful for that. And now I understand that the principles that you follow to be healthy from a financial perspective are almost identical from a fitness or a health perspective. And that's where Grow Wealthy was born. I mean, it's really brilliant. And I love your origin story about seeing your dad go through all of these different periods as a financial advisor, seeing his friends go through the same thing and then putting together like, wait, there's a missing piece of the puzzle here. We're talking about all of these assets we have, but like you said, all of those come tumbling down the minute that your health is put and in danger. So right. I mean, again, just brilliant. Um, so Thank why you. do you work only with advisors? I know because we heard this story about your dad, but um, as you evolved and became a business owner, tell us more about that. Yeah, so I started out, I've worked with hundreds of other types of people. So I only niche down to work with advisors maybe six years ago or something like that. And that was mostly because when you're talking about long-term habits and a goal in the future and these small deposits, compounding effects, they get it. It's a, because they already talked to their clients about it. And the language is so similar that it's just a really easy skill transfer from one asset to a different asset, which is their health. And so when we put it in a framework of protecting and growing this asset, then it resonates with them and it's easy for me to talk about and it comes from a really honest place there. So that's why when I announced that I was only working with advisors, my colleagues would like, like called me up and they're like, what are you doing? You're cutting off your, your right arm, you know, to work with all these different people. And I'm like, no, the, the niche marketing is going to actually help me serve more people better. So that's, that's why I did it. Absolutely. And that's something that we talk a lot, a lot about in marketing for financial advisors is helping them find their niche and you know what that looks like, because it becomes a lot easier as your brand does wonderfully uh, well at uh, illustrating is that you're able to really hone your message. Exactly like you said, you put your concept in their language and it immediately resonates with them. They right. get it. And I, um, you know, the fear that your uh, colleagues and friends expressed to you is the same that a lot of advisors feel in that, oh no, well, I don't want someone to, uh, you know, for example, I want to say that, you know, I specialize in helping work with um, veterans, but I don't want non-veterans to not come to me. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. It's not that they're not going to come to you, but you're going to have an easier time marketing to the folks that you do want to work with. So right. again, just the power of niche, mar niche marketing, you really honed in on that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. You just, I mean, I'm, I'm just, every time I see a new piece of your content, I'm just, I'm really impressed. I think that advisors go check her stuff out and you'll know exactly why we need okay um, uh, so what I know that you've you talk about this in the, some of your content are FAs at a higher risk of health issues than other careers they are and it seems unfair 
because the, the FA career is really rewarding and it gives a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, it gives a lot to your life, to your family, to your clients. And it's a very, um, I don't know, successful career to, to choose. However, there's a caveat as, and high performers and people who are in successful careers like this also can find themselves having a different cost and that cost in this case is their health. And the reason for that is twofold. Because when we look at the toxic cocktail of diseases, when we look at the four horsemen, as Dr. Peter Atia calls them, the four you know, top reasons that people go into chronic care, sick care, early death, whatever, um, Alzheimer's, heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, um, those, the, there's a toxic cocktail for those that's common across all four. And it's stress and sedentariness. I mean, isn't that the job, right? For financial advisors, wow. they're behind their desk, they're on the phone, they're on the computer, and they're dealing with a volatile market that they'd have no control over with people's money, which is so stressful, right? And so you combine those two and it's one plus one equals a hundred, like it, it, multiplies the risk factors. So advisors talk about risk tolerance all the time. If you choose a financial advisor career, your risk tolerance just went way down as far as your habits go. You need to be able to step up, dial it in because you're you're working against, you know, in in a in a health term, you're working against genetics. I mean, it's yeah. built into the nature of the career. Definitely. And you know, it's something that was really interesting to me. I've been bodybuilding for about four years now. And to see the effects that stress um, and the resulting increased cortisol and just stress takes every tiny little cell in your body and just puts dynamite inside of it. And your entire body is like fighting its own system, trying okay. to survive. And then mm -hmm. just not only does it take a huge toll on your physique, because obviously that's something that I'm focused on and body. Right. And I always say, this drama is not worth my physique. <laughs> no, we're, this conversation's over. <laughs> but just so true. In general, like, I think that if people understood just how much stress can, I mean, even if let's even say you're, you're eating really well, you get all your movement, you know, you go throughout the day, you get, you know, you're, you have a step count, you follow and you're getting your water in even like that stress management piece, like, especially for financial advisors, like you said, it's built in. So you've got to find ways to optimize everything else so that you're not bottomed out in, in a health person, you know, perspective. Exactly. I, you know, when people decide, all right, it's time for me to get healthy, what do they do? They go join the gym and they start a diet, right? And that adds more stress to their lives in, a, in an area where they already have a lot of stress. And so they end up overproducing cortisol and cortisol makes you insulin resistant, which, are, which is on the road to diabetes and metabolic I dysfunction. Like and it just, yeah, it just like messes everything up. Everything. <laughs> Yeah. So I tell people, I'm like, if it's not fun and easy, you need to back off whatever it is. Like you need to just take a step back, check your heart rate. Is it high? You probably need to go use some tool to bring your cortisol back down. And then you can embark on it when it feels good and curious. But if it's punishment task to do, oh. we have enough, we have enough of that in our we lives. Love that. 
Exactly. And that's so refreshing to hear you say, because, you know, a lot of times like with uh, like non-competitors or lifestyle clients or whatever, we talk about like, you know, the question is asked, like, what's the best form of cardio? What's the best diet? And the answer was always the one that you can stick to and that makes you feel good. Like, okay, don't tell me that pizza five times a day is what makes you feel good because we all know that's a bold face lie. (laughs) But you know, as far as like choosing the the tools that you're going to use to help keep yourself healthy and then having a coach to help guide you, you know, um, like yourself or whoever um, can make the process like so much more enjoyable and not a punishment and not a task. But anyways, yeah. we went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just love, I love talking about this stuff. Um, so let's see. Um, so FAs help their clients focus on money for life and retirement. How is health a part of that equation? Because I know this is a huge core fundamental for you. Yeah, it is. So I tell advisors that if they're helping their clients prepare for retirement and they're only looking at money, they are only they only have half the equation because there is this wild card out there called healthcare that is going to blow any financial plan completely to smithereens if you have not thought about that. People just don't realize. So I asked, I'm like, well, what is your plan if you do get sick? Long-term care insurance. Okay, well, that that is a plan, but it's more of a safety net. It's not the default that we're going to, to move into without any kind of thought or just winging it. That's not quality of life, right? Yeah. That's, that's not really, really what we're all looking for. Health span, like that's the thing we're looking for. Within lifespan, we have health span and the difference between the two is called six span. It's very expensive to live in six span. All of your dollars are going to allocate to that and your time and your resources um, and your family's resources. So if you really are truly trying to help them have a quote successful retirement, then that needs to be a part of the conversation. Not that the FA needs to be the expert. They're on their own journey. We just want to look at it through the little, look at their finances through the lens of health. Like, what does that mean? Look at it through lots of lenses. Health is one of those. And I think that's comprehensive, holistic, all those words you hear in financial services, marketing, helping people with those non-financials is really important. But before you can do it, you have to be paying attention to your own, your own and get yourself authentic to your own message. And that's where knowing your own numbers. You know, you mentioned at the beginning, probably people know their net worth, especially FAs, but they may have no idea what their visceral fat is, or they may have no idea what their metabolic age is. Um, I have a FA that worked with me recently who was in late, like like late 40s, as far as age goes, their metabolic age showed up at 69. Wow. And, and metabolic age is, is, you're like, well, what does that mean? It's, it's, it's linked mostly to how your body uses sugars and fats and nutrients, right? But the thing that's really interesting about metabolic dysfunction or function is that it's linked to heart disease, Alzheimer's, cancers. Like it's the one thing that if we could correct that, it eliminates risk for so many other things, which are expensive, right? That's part of a financial plan. And so That's why I think financial advisors not only need to look at it from their own perspective of their own lives, but then be the 
the the mentor per se to their book of business to their clients. Right. And I think that there were two things that were really interesting about that to me is that, you know, because I do marketing for financial advisors, they want to send the message to, to folks, hey, healthcare is going to make can break you. Like mm-hmm. this is a ticking time bomb that can really break all of your plans to smithereens if it's not accounted for. But, you know, that just a lot of times it falls on deaf ears. So I think the way that you put it about, you know, your lifespan versus your sixth span and in that sixth span, like, what does that look like? That looks like going to the doctor all the time, spending all your money on healthcare, not feeling good, putting a burden on your family, possibly all of those undesirable outcomes that we want. And I think that that would really help financial advisors send the message to their clients just how important it is. And the second thing is authenticity is a huge part of that. When you actually believe in what you're selling, selling, you know, whatever it is yeah. you persuade the person of, it, it comes off not as, um, hey, here's another reason that you need me, but here's another reason that you need to help yourself. And I can yeah. help you help yourself. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it really, I think, could increase buy-in in that perspective for, you know, the importance of planning for healthcare and not just. I think that it, it, um, it helps advisors stand out and be different, right. To talk about these things. Um, and, and it also gives the client confidence that the advisor is helping them with the things that are really important to them. And so, it's it becomes something where if if an advisor is not talking about these things i feel like the future of financial advising will include these things and those who are have this on their radar are on kind of that pointy tip of what's coming and you know i i even hear it we we started something because advisors wanted us to do it is like how do i deliver content to my clients on this stuff. And we, so we started something called the wealth webinars. And so, so the advisor offers this value add to their clients. And then the clients are like, nobody's ever talked about this before. And they send them emails. They tell their friends about it. They're like, oh my gosh, sign me up for the next one. I had no idea this was such a vital part of retirement planning. And so it makes the the advisor look like the hero. And I, I, I'm out to do that. (laughs) Uh, I was, I was not aware of your wealth webinars until I was getting the information together for our podcast. And as soon as I saw that, I sent it to one of my advisor clients who does (laughs) because their whole thing is wealth and well-being and like the whole, they serve women in particular, but um, you know, the whole person, you know, money as a tool, that whole thing, they're one of, they were actually my first full engagement client. We've been together for like four or five years. So I feel very, wow. but I was like, Hey, you guys, you should definitely have this girl on your webinar because <laughs> your alley, what you talk about with your clients. And I was so excited to share it. Uh, and I can't wait to share it with other people too. So I think that's a, a super good um, point. And I was going to bring it up later. I'm glad you brought it up now. Perfect. Um, so I, again, just, I love the way that you frame all of this, not only for the financial advisor, but for the financial advisor talking to their clients. Um, so how would you suggest that um, advisors go about treating their health like an asset? Because you talk a lot about health as an asset. So what does that mean? And how can they go about treating their health that way? 
okay. So if you think about think about it in the 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 light of someone who walks in the advisor's door and goes, I want to get rich quick. Like, what stocks should I put my money in? And the advisor is going to be like, uh, it doesn't work that way, right? <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't work that way. It's it's a decades game, right? And when someone is bankrupt or they've got credit card debt out the wazoo with high interest like the the buying the right stock is not the right answer right so it's start early and start small but just be consistent like that's the main overarching thing is the earlier you start the better it's going to end up because contrary to popular belief you don't just get diabetes no. you don't just get heart disease you don't just get Alzheimer's disease. These are decade diseases that are cumulative. And so when you start to treat your health as if it were a 401k asset, for example, then you make little deposits, you, you adjust it as you need to, you tweak it, you track it, you see what the trend is, and you become aware of what's going on. And I think that's the biggest gap. And I ran in a, a little sample or study, pilot study last month. And I invited four advisors to know their numbers. And I would give them just a little bit of information about what it meant and let them run with it and see if just doing that would be enough to create change. Out of the four, one didn't even show up. One of them said, you know, life event, I have to push it off. One of them showed up and got really excited and kind of burned out. And the other one is going strong and has seen significant changes. And so there's like the knowing part, right, which is important, but then there's the behavior change. So it's, I mean, it sounds so familiar because this is what advisor clients have to do too. They have yes. to make a plan and know their numbers, set the trajectory, and then they have to apply that information. And that's really how you treat it as an asset. And then every quarter or whatever it is, month, whatever, you come back and you look at these key numbers. Again, I call them long longevity metrics. How am I tracking? All of my clients know visceral fat, metabolic age, their um, heart rate, uh, HRV, heart rate variability. They, they all know this stuff. And when it drops a little bit, we say, ooh, what's going on? Let's tweak. And then we're right back on the road again. And that's how you do with your finances. You can do that with your health too. Yes, I love that. And I just a personal little story. I... Uh, until let's say like last this last year I would do my like routine blood work like I was supposed to and I was like oh whatever like there you go here's my blood work whatever but then when I actually I was having some metabolic issues and I was like what is going on with my body like I'm very into my body I know that this something is wrong and I yeah. just felt like I was running on flat tires so when I I got my blood panel done turns out like my hormones were just like tanked postmenopausal, and this is like from competing, you know, putting my body yeah. through stress. Um, yeah. so, but now I'm like, I'm never gonna go longer than I don't know. I know this is, I'm a little extreme, like six to twelve weeks without getting my blood work done again because I was in such a a bad spot for so long, and I just kept thinking, oh well, it'll get better when you know put more body fat on. Oh, it'll get better. It'll get better if I do this. It'll be better. But I was not actually looking at the data to see what was going on inside my body. And when I did, everything changed. And I think that another thing that um, I'm sure you talk about with your advisor clients is that your performance is better when your body's operating at 
you know, higher levels. You yeah. do better at work when your health is better and you'll be able to handle the stress better at work when your body is, like you said, about the risk tolerance. You need to have all of your other areas really lined up and taken care of so that you can perform well and also be around, you know? Yeah. Olivia, you're an athlete, like in the sense of the word athlete, right? Like you're physically changing your body, but financial advisors listening to this are athletes too. They're athletes of life that require high levels of stress and concentration. And the higher performer you are, the deeper the recovery has to go. So, you know, if you're just kind of a mediocre person and you're not really excelling at much and don't have much stress, you don't have to really recover that much. But if you're putting your body or your brain to the test, that recovery is everything. It's, I have a pyramid, I call it the hierarchy of wealth and it has four layers. Remember how I told you that when people want to start getting healthy, they go to the gym and they start a diet. Like those are the top two layers, but you start at the bottom and the bottom is your mindset how you think, your awareness, your curiosity. Then the second level is that recovery. It's mend. It's how well are you sleeping? How deep? How long? How do you deal with stress? What is your heart rate variability? All of those have to be in place because if they're not, the other two things don't work. Right. I always say that too. I'm saying like, okay, I'm not going to get all the way down to it, but girl, I could talk about sleep for days. (laughs) Sleep is my favorite way to learn new things. Sleep is my favorite way to lose weight. Sleep is my favorite way to build muscle. Sleep is my favorite way to encode new memories. I mean, there is just no. Amen. Yes, right. (laughs) I mean, if, yeah, and you're right. If you're not sleeping and you're not taking care of yourself with that recovery for high performers, and you can feel it at the end of a long day where you've been really on the ball, it drains you. You're using your brain at that high capacity is a high like metabolic function. You're actually like using a lot of power from your body to yes. get your brain and you need to recover properly. So um, I just, the more I know about you, uh, the more value I think that you can really add. I mean, and I, I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm, I love it. Oh my it. gosh. That's so um, sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, okay. Um, so we are talking about health as an asset until I decided to go on a tangent about sleep. Um, <laughs> So when advisors do get that mindset shift and they start seeing um, the importance of this health as an asset, what does this do for them? How does it help their business and their clients? I mean, we touched on that a little bit already, but. Yeah, well, for them personally, if you think about, um, I've done 503 interviews of financial advisors for the book I'm writing on this. So I've talked to a few people, right? Like I I have. I feel like I have my finger on the pulse a little bit. And what I hear over and over is I love my work. I love serving my clients and I don't see myself retiring anytime soon. Okay, great. Do you know there's another partner that's a silent partner in your business and it's called your health and it's on its own timeline and it's not going to be um, saying, you know, you can work until you're 72 if it's not being taken care of. Right. So that's the first thing is it if you can start to take care of you, then your business will be taken care of and your clients will be better taken care of. So that's just like a basic fundamental. The other part of that is if you're 
we know that diabetes, and I know I talk about these these four horsemen all the time because that's what we're up against. 80% of people deal with these four things that I just talked about. And they, they just suck the life and finances right out of you. But if you if we go back to the root causes, diabetes, for example, or insulin resistance starts in your muscles and it starts in your thigh muscle to be specific. Wow. Okay. So like, if you aren't moving your body, you are increasing your propensity to have one or all four of those things because they kind of travel in a pack usually. Um, so, So move your body to stave that stuff off right? So that's going to just kick the can down the road a little bit. So you don't have to worry about it. But when you move your body, you turn on the back part of your brain, which has like 40 million neurons that come forward to the front part and they make you more creative. They make you more emotionally stable, have better relationships, be a better boss, whatever. Like it just makes you a better person to, to do all of that. And, and I mean, we could go on and on about those benefits. And, and that's just from a personal side. Then you start to Im- infiltrate this information into your clients and give them this curated content about health is so important to your finances. Here's how. Then it starts to set you apart. You start to get referrals. You start to get new leads coming your way and you add value so people stay with you because nobody else is doing it. And the, this health I don't know, ribbon, just weave it through your life and through your business and it will do nothing but fertilize everything it touches. That's exactly what I was thinking was you started saying weaving is like, it's, um, it's like a fertilizer and and in so many good ways in, in your personal, your spiritual, with your clients, in your business, with your family and your friends. And I, I even feel like this, I mean, we have the virtual events that you help with, Um, but also, you know, making it a focus and some of your newsletter content that you send out monthly, maybe you include some health tips or, you know, some numbers to check on. Um, you can weave it into, um, different blog posts or social media posts that you do. Um, there's lots of ways that you can incorporate this tiny little piece. And, um, ironically, uh, the, one of the posts that, uh, actually the get advisor fit episode that came out today was, um, with a friend of mine. And we're talking about like infusing your values and health as is a value and people will see, you know, especially people who are keyed into that will align with you naturally. Yeah. Folks who need help in that area will see a safe place that they can go because I feel like same, the same way that money is, is a sensitive topic. So can health be, you know, especially for people who feel like they haven't really taken care of themselves. It can be a point of not, I want to say the word shame, but like, you know, I don't want to admit that I really haven't been taking care of myself. I don't want to admit that I could do a better job in this area. Um, And so having that conversation allows like a little safe landing space for them to come and then, you know, start that conversation about health. Yeah, it's interesting because when people come to me, they, they have a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of punishment mentality embarrassment. And I, and I just say to them, if a client came to you and they felt the same way about their money, would you, would you like, I don't know, ridicule them or make them feel bad? No, No. start where you are and let's just have a different tomorrow. That's, that's it. It's the same exact message. And so 
when when I talk to advisors about these wealth webinars, people either immediately get it because it resonates with who they are or who they want to become, or they have no idea like where this even fits in. They're like, I don't even get it. It doesn't make any sense to me at all because it's not a part of their core value, right? It's not something that's something that they they want to have a priority in their own lives. But then once they become a partner with us and, and enroll in this, they get access to this entire library of social media posts that they can brand, um, transcripts, content, articles, like that they can take and re rewrite with their own blogs. And they can, they then have all this content that they can, like you said, and I actually saw your announcement for the, the podcast that came out today. I was like, Ooh, I got to listen to that. But, um, th that can become part of their identity or their culture weaved into their marketing pieces. And that's the part where, um, it's interesting because I think sometimes our clients, and maybe you've experienced this too, guide us to where we need to go. I started out only working with advisors and then they, for two years, asked me, yeah, but give me something to give to my clients because I want to help them. They're helping type people, yeah. right? They want to add value. Yeah. And I just kept saying, I don't have anything for that. I don't, I don't know, you know, like that's not what I do. And then finally, I was just like, Stephen, come on now. Like you can create something for them. And so we, we launched it in January and it's just been fantastic. So well, I, know, I, I'm now like a marketer, I guess, like sort of. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're like a total collaborative, supportive marketing partner for them because, um, what was I going to say? Um, the, oh, it's like the greatest compliment because you got them so excited about it themselves. They're excited to share it with more people. And I think yeah. that is, I mean, the greatest uh, affirmation that what you're doing is on point and that you're you're really helping your target audience is that they want to go take your message and spread it and share it with other people, which is really what I think advisors, you know, hope when happens with them and their services that their friends say, hey, look what my advisor is doing. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, there aren't this puts you on the the tip of you know what is to come, especially when you can now there's plugins on chat GPT to run a portfolio. I mean, what is it that you're going to do going forward that makes a difference um, to your clients and helps you get more referrals? And especially right. if you're already health-focused, health-minded, and it's a big part of who you are and what you value, then it's an easy, natural, you know, fit to just make yeah. a percentage of, you know, the, the messaging that you're already putting out there. So yeah, I yeah. think that there's going to be a ton of people who, um, we're going to, are, I mean, if they don't know about you already, I hope that I see, I'm excited to share your message with everybody. Too. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> so for an advisor who's listening and is saying, wow, this sounds like an investment. I'm really want to look into, where would you direct them after listening to our episode? So there's two pathways, right? We've kind of, we've touched on them, but I want to make it really clear. There's the personal pathway. If your own health is not where you think it should be, or you're feeling less than confident about it, maybe like, like Ross, who I just did a testimonial with yesterday on LinkedIn, follow me on LinkedIn, because I put tons of stuff out there. Um, his doctor had been telling him for 10 years, you need to change this and go on this medication. And this is the first year where the doctor's like, hey, great job. You know, mm -hmm. like no more. We don't have to do this anymore. So if your own health has those little 
red flags that you're like, oh, something needs to change here. Start there first. That's what I would suggest. And then once that's underway, going through the six weeks, we get a wealth plan for you. And then we, you know, you can join our wealth club if you want to afterwards to help you implement this stuff. But that's where you want to start with you first. Um, go to follow me on LinkedIn. The girl named Steven is how to find me. And then um, we'll have a conversation. I do these workshops six times a year. So they're not running all the time and they start every two or three months, something like that. So just message me and we'll figure out when the next one is that's right for you. Now, if you're on this journey, either to get healthier, you qualify, or if you're already on your own health journey, you qualify to then become a wealth webinar partner. And that's where you get access to the whole resource library, you know, mini assessments, five day eating plans, like all the stuff that you think your clients might enjoy that you can drip out over time, as well as these live events. Um, and we do those quarterly, then then we can have a conversation about that as well. But DM me on LinkedIn is probably the best way, but you can also go to growwealthy.com. And right on the very front page is a quiz if you're curious how you're doing. And it takes like two minutes and you'll get a score zero to a hundred and it will um, assess a few of your biometrics and then some of your habits and tell you how you're doing. So that's a good place to start too. Okay, so there's the two paths. But just to be clear, for advisors who are interested in getting access to your content, that happens by doing what? They just need to message me. They can go to my website. It's called Wealth Webinars. So growwealthy.com, go under work with us, okay. and it will be called Wealth Webinars. You can read all about it, how much it costs, how it works, what you get access to. And then you just click the little thing and reach out to me and then we'll get you signed up. Um, we have these live events quarterly. We have all the pre-event marketing materials done for you and you can customize them through Canva yourself. And then we have post library resources with everything we talked about in that live event that you can give to your clients, plus the email templates and everything. We've created it all. And it's, it's there to just join and have access to for a monthly fee. Okay, so it's monthly. That's awesome. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. If it's something yeah. that we can have access to over time. Okay, guys, yes. I mm -hmm. think that you know what your task is. Now that we're closing this episode is to go check out growwealthy.com. That's G-R-O-W-W-E-L-L-T-H-Y.com. We'll drop all of the links um, mentioned by Stephen and myself in the show notes if you for easy access. Um, take her self-assessment quiz, see where you're at and see, you know, where you can fit some more health in your life. Steven, thank you for joining me. This was my pleasure to host you and so I fun. we can work together more in the future on this great mission of yours. Awesome. Thanks for helping to spread this message, Olivia. I appreciate you and your platform so much. Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Get Advisor Fit with Olivia Looper. To learn more about Olivia and how her firm, Lexicon Content Development, can help you, visit LexiconContentDevelopment.com. If you want to reach out to Olivia on LinkedIn, you can find her at Olivia Looper Lexicon. And if you'd like to follow Olivia on Instagram, you can find her at Lexicon Content Development. Till next time.